The word uh, for the morning is blessing. Receive God's blessing. Be a blessing. Hear these words from uh, 2 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 13, verses 11 to 13. This is the New Testament reading from last Sunday, which was uh, Trinity Sunday. Hear these words. Finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order. Listen to my appeal. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. The word of the Lord. Those uh, words from St. Paul are his final words to the Corinthian church. And uh, the very end of it is a, is a blessing. It's a blessing. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship or the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. One of the things that, that strikes me about it, this threefold blessing, threefold blessing, Trinity, Sunday, and one of the things that I would say about Trinity Sunday is it's an exclamation point about the fullness of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's everything in the God arsenal. It's all there. It all comes together uh, in that. And so what uh, Paul is doing is he's offering everything that God can offer God's people uh, in that final blessing. Now, the Trinity is something that the church has wrestled with forever. And uh, trying to understand it intellectually is uh, an enormous challenge. Uh, for the most part, we just come down on the side of, uh, of mystery. But I, I'll try to say a word about it in terms of uh, Paul's blessing. But there's so many things that you can uh, get into uh, in terms of the church's understanding. Because... Uh, the Council of Nicaea, the Nicene Creed, formulated in 325 and then, uh, I guess, finalized about 381. Trying to cross all the T's and dot all the I's about the, the nature, the nature of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and also the dual nature of, uh, of, of Jesus. And, of course, the debates uh, raged on, and, and one of the ones I remember because the Western Church, the Latin Church, uh, the church that we've inherited, the church that the Episcopal Church is involved with, is, uh, is things like, like the Filioque Clause. The Filioque Clause, which is the Spirit, the Spirit proceeding from the Father and the Son. Now, the Eastern Church has a looser concept of Trinity. They don't have that Filioque Clause. But this whole thing about, as you get into the unity of God, and the concern about the unity, how can you have three persons and one God, and how close do you draw the three persons? And the Western church is trying to really draw it in tight. 
the Spirit's got to proceed from both of them. Okay. But it, it, it shows you, but then you've got a whole branch, the whole Eastern church world that doesn't see it that way. But what I would say, you know, about, uh, about the creed that I, I think is valuable, of course it's part of, of the tradition that I'm part of in the Episcopal Church, is the creed, the creed uh, uh, represents the tradition of the church, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the dual nature of Jesus. And what it does effectively is it gives us a place to stand, a place to stand. The tradition is a place to stand. I, I like to think about tradition as the wisdom of experience, too. Uh, we're not inventing stuff for ourselves. But in the history of the Spirit working with the church, uh, the creeds give us a place to stand. Um, and, and, and as I get into this, uh, the uh, crossing the, the T's and dotting the I's, I can't help um, reflect for just one second on the, on the Council of Chalcedon in 451. Uh, where they're trying, this is the last major effort to try to define the two natures of Jesus. The two natures. Okay, Jesus is fully God and fully man. And they really work it hard uh, down, you know, indivisible but not equal. I mean, that, uh, um, and actually, if you, if you read the, if you read it, if you read the, the Council of Chalcedon formulation, it's gobbledygook. It's gobbledygook. I mean, it, okay, all right, okay, you guys got it. But what does it mean? I mean, I mean, it's not like they got any closer to, I mean, that's a, my perspective. So, and that's, that's the problem and the challenge of dealing with the dual nature of Jesus and the Trinity. You know, and you, you just, they're just inadequacies in the human mind to get around it. And, and, and then, but, so be creative with it. You know, go, go with the flow on the thing. So let's go back to this blessing. Go back to the blessing. Uh, the grace of Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, which is a blessing that is used in the church uh, um, uh, all the time. And I, I do think it represents the fullness of God. Okay, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace. I'll go to the, the book of Common Prayer, the, the Outline of Faith, Again, this is Episcopal Church talk. The four things of grace. I mean, okay, so there is Paul in bestowing the fullness on the people of Corinth. He's giving you four things. The forgiveness of sin, the enlightenment of the mind, the... Uh, the last one is the strengthening of the will. Which one have I forgotten? The forgiveness of sin, the enlightenment of the mind, oh, the stirring of the heart inspiration, stirring of the heart, and the strengthening of the will. Those four things. Well, that's powerful in Jesus. The love of God. What's the love of God about? Well, I, I think the love of God is about creation, about creation. In, in the, uh, the lessons that are appointed for Trinity Sunday, the Old Testament reading is the story of creation. That's the, lo the long one we had last uh, Monday night. The story of creation. And the, the point is, God has created each one of us, has given us the gift of life. Each one of us We've got the gift, and one day we've got to return it to the giver. But the love of God, and what God creates out of love. And God doesn't need us. God doesn't need us, but because God loves to create stuff out of, out of love. That's where it comes from. So we're given this gift. 
this gift of life. And one day we got to give it back. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Fellowship. Now take this gospel, that gospel for uh, Trinity Sunday. It, it's the Great Commission, the Great Commission. Uh, all authority, this 28th chapter of Matthew, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And remember, I am with you until the end of the age. And remember, I'm with you to the end of the age. That's what Paul was bestowing on them, that this spirit that we're living with of God is going to be with us no matter what happens. It's one of the reasons why we draw near to participate in the body and blood of Jesus. It's that we're affirming the presence of the spirit, that spirit that goes with us until our days are, until this gift of life is returned to the giver. That's the fullness, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Blessing. Receive God's blessing. Be a blessing to others.